furnace, keep it hot like a thermos. It's the realest at your service. Now I'm on a higher purpose. And you hate us, don't deserve us. But we give it to you like a virus. We the highest oh, uh, Welcome to the age show. It's the after our chase show for April 7th, 2021. How goes it, everybody? Or how's it going, everybody? Well, we're already into April, and then uh, we're past April Fool's Day. Did you get fooled last weekend? I didn't. I, I, I completely forgot that it was a prank day, because every day, it feels like I'm running into a joke that I get offended by every day to begin with. So every day, every day, you know, every day is a little bit sensitive these days, guys. And then, the, I don't know, the vaccine, you know, after about 10 days that I have taken the vaccine here, you know, I'm just like, I, I don't know, that the, the Microsoft is like, the Office 365 is working fully within my body. So uh, there's the vaccine update there, folks, um, at least the first shot. Well, I don't know. I don't know. The vaccine is going okay, I guess. But, you know, I have a usual same mood swing. You know, today the temperature over here in Detroit, uh, as we record on a Tuesday evening here in the April 6th, it reached almost 80 degrees. I think it was like 78, 79. So a lot of the folks are still out tonight, you know, out in a boat. And then I hear, you might hear a lot of motorcycles, revving vehicles, get the chair driving again, you know, that shit. But, you know, it's been always revving anyway. So there are a lot of people are out and about, not social distancing, not masking. I mean, I feel like I'm down in Arlington, Texas already. You know, like they had the full house home opener they had for the Rangers against the Blue Jays uh, the Monday afternoon. I gotta say, um, you know, I'm a little, I'm a little shocked still that, God, I can't find this thing. But uh, anyways, I, go, go, go. if you want to listen to the full-blown me uh, just like losing shit at the Texas, go back uh, three weeks or so, you know, I, I called the dips and the Longhorn variant of the COVID virus. I mean, you know, it's unbelievable that in the Arlington, Texas, I never seen, I, I texted my friend in Dallas saying this, like, I've never seen so many white people in Arlington, Texas, to be specific. You know, Fort Worth is right there. I go TCU. You know, the TCU is right there, SMU. All these JRU-looking motherfuckers down there, the oil baron people. But then, um, you know, even in Arlington, Texas, you know, where the Cowboys and the Rangers, the baseball team, plays, I mean, even at the Cowboys game, you get the diverse set of fans, you know, the, all the Mexican, Latin X fans, and then the AAPI fans, and then the white fans that are there, and the black fans that are also there. You know, so it's a diverse set of fans at the Cowboys games, at least. But for the Arlington, the Rangers, I just go, it's all white people for baseball. And I just go, all right, white people don't give a shit. <laughs> and then the governor, Greg Abbott, um, didn't come throw the first pitch. I mean, this motherfucker, you know, gave the, you know, lifted the mask mandate. And then the Rangers, you go full house. The Houston Astros, you go full house. And they throw a fucking garbage can on the field and shit. I mean, that aside, but then the, 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 I thought the Greg Abbott would come and throw the fucking first pitch. Nah, he, he, he protested against throwing a first pitch uh, on Monday. Uh, apparently, the, 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 the sad ass, sorry ass excuse that he gave was that, you know, it's, you know, I, I can't handle MLB. What they're protesting against Georgia for the voter suppression laws that they got in the, the bill. You know, how dare does MLB. So he didn't show up. You know, I thought I thought him and his bravery or the courage that he was displaying by being, we are Texas, yeehaw, and then all that shit with your shitty-ass power grid and then the shitty-ass hospital system that they just, and then the shitty-ass property tax. People completely forget Texas pays one of the highest property taxes because they don't collect any other taxes in the fucking state. 
and then uh, I mean Tejas, the state of Tejas. I I thought he would like roll up his wheelchair and then throw a fucking first pitch without a mask, without goggles, none of that shit. No no no, he didn't show up. He didn't show up. He fucking pussied out. And then uh, you know, and then he just puts this MLB moving the All Star game in a protest against the Georgia law, which I'm gonna get to in a little bit, as an excuse to not show his fucking face. And I said. Give me a fucking break. Like, he actually gives a shit about an All-Star game that's not even coming to his state. In the solidarity with the governor, Brian Kemp in Georgia. Give me a fucking break. Like, I, like come on, man. I, I wanted to see this motherfucker roll up his wheelchair up on the mound and throw the fucking ball. You know? Jim Abbott, Greg Abbott, all the Abbots are fucking disabled. But what the hell? You know? So, you know what? I, I, I'm just going like, Texas, you go full retard, you go retard. And then the Rangers apparently ask every fan in the stadium to, like, please wear the masks. And then I just look around at the va- baseball game. God, I'm worried about the Toronto Blue Jays just being in that stadium is going to catch a fucking COVID at this stage. Because I, I am pretty sure, because of the lax care that this uh, organization has, the Rangers, the Rangers, uh, you know, just, just being in that stadium is going to expose you to ridiculous contact tracing. And then I just go, can you just, like, send George Springer home, your $150 million free agent signing? Don't have him hang around. Keep the masks on. Wear goggles. Wear earplugs. You know, wear all that Tuca winter gear in this fucking Ranger Stadium. It's indoors anyway. I mean, it was ridiculous. And I saw all these people not wearing masks, not just chinning, you know, pretending they're that eating. And then everybody behind the home plate, none of those rich motherfuckers, like I said on an Instagram story, wear any of those. But whatever. I die. Now, the Georgia law, the voting law, voter suppression law, um, I mean, it is creeping into the suppression, Jim Crow territory. Bitch McConnell, whatever these Republicans want to say, I got to be honest. Just because you got rid of little things here and there, it's not encouraging people to vote with such confidence, you know? It's like you're getting rid of the Sunday voting, you're reducing the 49-day period for the mail-in ballot to 29 days. You're saying, oh, the business hours don't change. Business hours are just very, like, vague. You know, say it's 9 to 7. Okay, fine. But the fact that you're, a lot of the measures that they're so-called correcting, shoring up to to the details is really not in favor of the minority, especially the black folks in Georgia, like the Sunday voting law, you know. And then they're just like, all oh, these businesses, like, they don't want to take a stand. They better watch out. I just go, like, give me a fucking break, dude. Like, can you stop crying foul? Like, all the corporations weren't with you the last 40, 50 years with your low-ass freaking corporate tax rate. You know, all the accounting practices, like, all the money that they got bailed out of. Give me a fucking break, you know? It's like, fucking posturing is ridiculous. And then, that said, I said this when Indiana had the same episode with the Fucking same-sex marriage when Mike Pence was a governor and Salesforce and all these companies wanted to move out of Indianapolis or threatening. I, I, I just, and then the North Carolina bathroom bill when NBA All-Star, you know, game thought about moving out. Uh, I'm a little, I'm a half and half when it comes to moving out the All-Star game or moving out the business. I mean, I'm glad that Delta and Coke spoke up um, who are based out of Georgia. I don't know where Mercedes-Benz USA and AT&T are, or the AT&T Mobility, at least, down in Hattonlana. Um, I mean, I, but I'm, I'm not fully sure, you know, f- just pulling the money, like I explained to Indianapolis, 
when Salesforce said, oh, we may just not, not open the thing, or at least Salesforce said, we're going to continue opening it. You know, I don't fully agree with just simply moving the money out. I, this, is, this is why it's not going to flip the state. It's not going to change the social norm over there. And MLB moving its all-star game out of Atlanta, I commend them for acting, but at the same time, I'm just going, it's a fucking all-star game. It feels like virtue signaling. Doesn't really make an impact other than a few, you know, like three days of tourism. But however much tourism do we got on the July 13th week at that point, you know, we're not vaccinating everybody. You know, you want to get another Arlington, Texas moment before, you know, 50% of the population have been vaccinated. So, you know, I am totally against that law and that Brian Kemp being a fucking another pussy governor in this fucking country you know, decide to sign the bill behind the doors and arrest a state representative in front of the, the fucking door that this guy was signing behind the doors. And then taking the, you know, the Secretary of State, you know, jurisdiction, you know, power out of his hands and shit. The guy was a fucking Republican, Jesus Christ. I mean, this is what the repubes do. Repubes always cheat to win. They always try to undercut and not out, you know, outwardly win and dominate. They just try to cut and just like cut through, make the shortcuts, you know, take the advantage to them, you know, gerrymandering, voter suppression laws, you know, all these fucking stand your ground laws and shit, false equivalency, whataboutism, you know, the cancel culture has become the whataboutism for them. I'm just going like, this is ridiculous. And then liberals need to watch out for this shit. I understand, you know, got to take the drastic measures to take the drastic steps into the progressivism. But at the same time, I just go, Look, man, at least the water needs to mix together. You cannot, you cannot nuclear away 70 million people who voted for the, the fucking doofus in power, the 45 over there, okay? So anyways, that's the, that's the end of the weekly event. Oh, Archegos, uh, after the Archegos, I must say, after the last week, you know, as, as predicted, all these like Morgan Stanley, Credit Suisse, the Bank Nomura. And then uh, fucking Goldman Sachs, they're like, you know, coming out and it's like, you know, Credit Suisse wrote, you know, pretty much wrote down, you know, $4.8 million loss. And it's like, fuck it, we fucking blew it. Morgan Stanley dumped the $5 million uh, worth of shares that Archegos own, you know, like all the Discovery and stuff. Goldman Sachs did the same shit. I mean, Goldman Sachs sell, mass selling Discovery and Viacom CBS started this whole thing. And now people are just wondering like, hey, like, what the fuck? And then this is the beginning of the rest of the, reckless trading behavior and i said yes and i'm it's unfortunate that a korean dude got caught in the middle to the start of it but he's not the only one doing this shit so what's the difference so i hope more of these reckless num numbnut investment comes out and it's clear that i mean the money is finite therefore somebody somebody decide to take a risk somebody decide to give the money and somebody lost the money to somebody like money just didn't disappear out into the thin air these are fucking margin calls that they are obligated to pay or the Credit Suisse has to back up and fall back and pay, write down the thing and pay back the shares or some shit, right? That's what Credit Suisse just did. And it was like, fuck, our landing just like landing, uh, like landed awfully false. So anyways, so he's not the only one. Archegos, the tiger, you know, is not the only one who did this. Bill Huang is not the only one who did this. You know, it's a start of it. I hope more of these dumbass, you know, the behavior always comes out and then, you know, rightfully 
convict those motherfuckers who are just ruining this world ever since the 2008 and beforehand. But anyways, I digress. I want to mainly talk about the uh, Justice League, the Snyder Cut. Um, uh, if you want to go back and listen to why the Snyder Cut will flop, I think I recorded that just before. This is more than BLM, when the BLM protest started uh, last summer, sometime last July, when the Snyder Cut was announced. Uh, go back and listen to that one, where I, where, why I wasn't so enthused about Zack Snyder coming back and finishing the fucking work. I mean, for God's sakes, this is a third time they're redoing the film, considering how the first first cut of the Snyder cut was like kind of stalled and then they brought in Joss Whedon and Joss Whedon redid the whole thing and they had the whole drama with unable to shave Henry Cavill the Superman's mustache because of the Superman's contract with the Mission Impossible blah 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 and then had to spend 30 million dollars to edit the fucking mustache and then the Snyder cut thing happened and then they had to refilm and reshoot the thing so anyway yada 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 Go back and listen to my history of the Snyder and all that stuff. But uh, my short conclusion, I'm going to say about the Snyder Cut, I I am relieved and satisfied that it's over, this stupid experiment of the Snyder Cut. Uh, I am satisfied because it's better than Joss Whedon's cut, obviously. I am relieved because Zack Snyder won't continue this. And now I know there are a whole bunch of campaigns starting on the social media going, restore the Snyderverse. I'm just going... Are you out of your fucking mind? Like, you, you must be a hardcore Snyder fanboy to do this. But you know what? I'm not going to go to the shitting part of the Zack Snyder like I did last time. I'm going to get to the good points first, okay? So let me spend a couple minutes here talking about the good things. Number one, uh, at least there were some power level continuity and consistency that was greatly missing in Joss Whedon's cut. So I'm glad Zack Snyder addressed that. But... I don't think he would have properly addressed this with a proper cut that's not a four-hour-long movie. I'm glad that they did that. I know some, some of my friends were not happy that, like, oh, Darkseid, Darkseid fucking cooked, yo. Like, he was vulnerable. But I'm just going, like, you cannot give an invincible villain, completely invincible villain, especially if that villain lost the first time to begin with, right? So, for example, like, you know Thanos is a strong titan race of an alien, but... You know, I I just go like, he was at some point beatable. His subordinates were all beatable, which they established in the Avengers uh, Infinity War. Um, And also for Darkseid, in that uh, the flashback sequence where they replaced Steppenwolf with Darkseid, I just go, look, the premise of Darkseid losing and coming back is that the old gods, which is DCEU, did not really establish beforehand, like... These heroes are the new gods that the old gods have, you know, went toe-to-toe against the dark side and his army, you know, from the water world, the uh, fucking Atlantis, Atlantis is a water world, and then the, you know, the, the, the Amazonians, and then the earthlings, and then the lantern corpse, you know, all that stuff. The all, old gods defeated dark side, and it's feasible to do so. So I'm glad that they established that power level set. And what this established in turn for the rest of the Justice League is that, which was greatly missing in the Whedon cut, and then the rest of the DCEU, which is, okay, Superman's strong, rest of them somehow have some abilities. However, I, we don't understand why they're so good that they could defeat Darkseid. In this way, like the Wonder Woman, through her you know, lineage, and same as the Aquaman, 
Superman with a Kryptonian alien strength and the power, Cyborg with the newer Mother Box abilities, Flash, and Batman, not just his intelligence, but the material that he used to fight against these alien monsters like the Parademons and Darkseid are like, oh, it is fairly competitive. Because if you watch the original Justice League and Batman vs. Superman, I never understood the purpose of Batman. <laughs> Other than he's a jackass and he actually kills people. Like, how can this guy fucking hang with Doomsday and Wonder Woman and Superman, even with a power suit, right? Like, it didn't make sense to me. But at least with this, you know, there's some scenes, aside from the flashback, that Batman and then the Alfred, you know, Jeremy Irons was working on this new material, absorbing power, like the Black Panther suit. And I just go, little nuggets like that makes me appreciate that they're, like, really going into the detail as to, look, Batman can hang. And then he's going the extra mile when it comes to materials. And I'm also glad that they established Flash and Cyborg better. Cyborg, I think they went a little too deep in some of the backstories and then the flashback scenes. I mean, they owe it to him, given what happened. So I get it, but I just go, it was a little too much. But I'm, I'm going to get to the bad stuff in a little bit. But at least they established the power level and the consistency across. So I was happy. I was not mad that Darkseid was neutered. I was a little surprised that he bled in that flashback scene, but it, if he didn't bleed, it wouldn't have made sense as to why he lost in the first place. Like, he couldn't fucking defeat Zeus or Poseidon or, you know, the, the, the Ares, the war god and shit. It doesn't make sense. So I'm glad that they established the power level. Uh, number two, I'm glad, you know, I think I talked about it already. They est better established some of these other characters, like Flash and Cyborg, and got rid of the corny-ass lines. That fucking Joss Whedon put in there for some reason. Like, Flash was way better. I, I just go, I'm glad they got, they dumped all those stupid brunch lines. I'm glad they dumped all that fucking, fucking simp that he was on Wonder Woman. I'm glad they got rid of that racing scene with Superman. I'm glad they did all that. I, I really am. And then, uh, you know, also the, you know, some of the rescue scenes that Flash, Flash was doing, I'm glad they did it. I mean... Joss Whedon basically repeated the, the Age of Ultron in fucking Justice League, which made no sense to me. You know, like rescuing this uh, fucking Eastern European family. Or, you know, fucking simping, you know, it's like a flash simping over Wonder Woman, needing friends and shit. I just go, can you get rid of those corny ass lines? I'm glad they did that. And then uh, I, I really like the, you know, they did a, I don't think they got all the way there with Steppenwolf, but it was much better than what the hell was presented in the very beginning. Because Steppenwolf feels more like Ronin from the Gar Guardians of the Galaxy as a henchman under, you know, Thanos, right? Like, Steppenwolf is the general under Darkseid. But it was never really clear as to why Steppenwolf was just like this mighty all-being trying to take over the universe. It was unfortunate that, like, Steppenwolf's exact role you know, from the flashback scene from the original invasion of Darkseid on Earth made sense. Because I just go, well, I know he's trying to rectify something, but it never made sense to me what he was trying to accomplish. And then the finding the anti-life equation, I just go, you know, some of these uh, things, I just go, Steppenwolf, you know, he said, I found it, Darkseid, or Darkseid. And I just go like, all right, great, but what about it? What about it? And I just go, whatever. Um, so I'm glad that some of the character reestablishment and less nagging them so much, nerfing them, I'm glad. And uh, so those are the two things that I'm satisfied, very satisfied with. And then the sum of the direction it was going, 
I go, oh, I could see it. It made more sense. Now, those are the two best things that has happened in this movie. And then I, I greatly enjoy the last four parts of the movie. Epilogue, I was just like, eh, whatever. It feels like a deleted scenes put together. But at least the better fighting sequences, better, better power leveling compared to the Josh Whedon one, I'm glad. Now, I'm going to get to all the bad stuff, which goes into why Snyder shouldn't fucking come back. Number one, too many fucking slow motion. I mean, I, I, I'm not a Snyder fan. I said this before. J.J. Abrams, Zack Snyder, I do not understand the fascination with these two. Like, why are they constantly getting chances to make movies? And especially Snyder, when he flopped the first two with Men of Steel and Batman versus Superman. And Justice League became the trifecta. And then, I mean, if you put all three together, I guess this Snyder cut of Justice League is the best one out of the three. But even then, I just go, dude, it took four hours of a fucking movie that is 28 minutes slow motion to establish this shit. I mean, this is ridiculous. And then the problem that I massively have with Zack Snyder is, look, I gotta, I gotta lower these people. I gotta nerf these people. I think he lear learned that lesson, you know, from Batman versus Superman and then the Man of Steel, that in Justice League, he, he brought the heroes up to the level that they should be. So I'm glad he didn't fall into his stupid old trap of every hero is vulnerable. You know, that shit. And then going into his fucking Ayn Rand, fucking objectivism bullshit that he was doing, you know, individualism, all that shit. You know, which I got fed up with watching. I just go, I'm not here for your fucking lessons of a Silicon Valley white boy entrepreneurship fucking philosophy over here. Jesus Christ. Like, book the wrestling better. You know, book the match better. It's simple. Hero overcomes a villain, okay? Especially DCs when you got the perfect heroes, you know? Anyways, I, I, slow motion, his stylistic thing, you know, Watchmen I could get by, you know, staying true to the graphic novels. But that's what the Watchmen was. But Justice League is not that. He tried to be a fucking violent fanboy bullshit, you know, with this shit. I mean, I'm glad he leveled them up. But the rest of the great, danky-ass, dark-ass movie, just, and slow-ass movie, it was, like, very annoying to me. Especially the first 90 minutes of this movie for something that's four hours long. I found the drag. I fasted forward quite a bit. Like, the first five minutes of the fucking movie when Superman was streaming... You know, which is a continuation of him dying at the end of Batman versus Superman. The fact that the fucking scream lasted five minutes pissed me off. It's pissed me off, like the Batman versus Superman, the beginning when they're going through all the Batman, you know, like Bruce Wayne, his trauma revisit and shit. I just go, I don't, and then the slow-mo intro there, it's like, I don't give a shit. We all know this already, right? Like, stop this slow, like, stop this shit, you know? So I really hated it. <laughs> but stylistically, I cannot handle it. Pacing, I cannot handle it. And then more and more I watched this movie, especially it got to the last parts of it. It was evident that he finished the first 90 minutes of the movie first and then the last parts of it later and then used the parts from the uh, Josh Whedon's and others. And then some of them reshot even the epilogues, which I did not understand, which I'm going to get to. I... I, I, I I really don't know how you cut this down, cut this movie down from four hours into two and a half hours or even two hours. Like, the really the parts of the movie, it had a lot of cyborg scenes. 
and then it had some unnecessarily long other scenes in between, you know, Batman armor and stuff. But those are the little nuggets I would put in the unrated version or something. But holy crap, like, it's very hard to edit down the Zack Snyder movie. And this Snyder cut of four hours was the fucking prime example of it. This is a problem with the Watchmen, too. It's like the very first Watchmen when it came out. It's like, dude, if you don't watch the three and a half hour version of it, like, it, it feels very scattered if you watch the shortened version on TNT or some shit. So I'm glad, I, I mean, as much as staying true to the original material, Watchmen did a good job of this one. It's like New 52 slash Injustice part of it. But anyways, I just go, whatever. I, I still didn't like how the Superman part went. <laughs> because Batman versus Superman was so ape shit, that still pissed me off. Now, as much as the power leveling within this universe made sense, it didn't make sense with respect to Doomsday. How the fuck does Doomsday have so much fucking power, you know, and then it just like crush everybody, including Superman, yet couldn't kill Wonder Woman or Batman? That Steppenwolf had such such hard time with. Does this mean that Doomsday was a better fucking leader than a Steppenwolf to begin with? But then again, Batman versus Superman was already done five, six years ago, so I guess you can't go back and undo it. But this is a whole problem I've had with Zack Snyder. Like, he wanted to defeat heroes so much in his vision. He wanted to make the heroes so fucking cuck and so fucking nerfed and neutered to the next level that, like, he had to give away the most powerful vain villains in DC, such as. Doomsday, such as Kryptonite, and such as Evil Batman. And he tried to incorporate Injustice if you play the video games, and then the New 52 if you saw all the DC animated movies. I mean, it makes sense. I see where, I, I see where this is going. I mean, like, it became Apocalypse Wars, you know, in the epilogue part of it, you know, when, you know, Darkseid defeated Earth somehow, and then somehow brainwashed Superman. As much as I was semi-curious how that was going to go, I really didn't want to see that version of the DC story because I just go, you are really bringing down so many powerful heroes that you already beaten down so much. I'm not interested in seeing rest of this shit. How will Batman overcome this? The nightmare sequence and all that. And then the, I, I just didn't care. And then I already saw the Apocalypse Wars and saw how they just like rushed to the finish of the New 52 storylines. I mean, I'm getting into the fucking comics territory here. And then the Injustice... To be honest, the Injustice video games did a much better job telling the story, you know, than Zack Snyder did. I enjoyed watching five hours of cutscenes from the video games Injustice 1 and Injustice 2 than watching this four hours. I mean, I do not like this gray version, danky version of the DC... I mean, DC is usually darker and grayer, but if they cannot provide a proper context of where the heroes are and then where they need to go, instead of beating them down, like they did with Batman and Superman, and, like, they had to... I'm glad they saved Aquaman and Wonder Woman, although Wonder Woman 1984 was utter shit. I mean, I and the Batman, they had to remake the movie again with Robert Pattinson, I, which I don't understand. I was just like, where is this going? I would like to see some continuation of Batman somewhere, especially if they're going to resume. And then they already showed him in Suicide Squad once already. I don't know where this is going. And um, 
To be honest, I think Ben Affleck should be a Thomas Wayne Batman. If you saw the just the Justice League, uh, the Flash movie, the Paradox, I mean that was a great animated, you know, movie and also the comic. And Ben Affleck as a grizzled old aged Batman, Bruce Wayne, he comes better off as a Thomas Wayne. I would have rather seen Justice League Paradox instead of fucking Justice League, what we saw. Like Flash, they already established Flash as like somebody running back in time and then trying to correct something. And I think Ben Affleck would have been a better fit that way. And then, uh, you know, I they... I hate the anyways back back to what I hated about this thing. I just go his editing, his style, his beating down of the character to a no point, you know, wasting all that money, wasting all those resources in four or five years. I could see the conflict hap, you know happening within Warner Media, but do I want to see him continue the rest of this? The epilogue was interesting, continuing the nightmare sequence, you know, after you know Darkseid defeated the Earth and got the anti-life equation and assumably brainwashed Superman. And you see Deathstroke, Batman, Joker, Amara, and then Cyborg, you know, hiding away from evil Superman and then, you know, and then trying to get to somewhere to fucking stab Superman with a kryptonite. But then, like, Joker coming back was a big surprise of this, but I'm just going, like, I didn't know that this was a reshot scene. And I'm like, why did you reshoot this? I, yeah, so spoiler alert, Aquaman died like he did in the Apocalypse Wars. And there's a one scene where, you know, Darkseid showed his Omega Beam showing. I go, I'm glad this finally happened. And then he defeated Earth somehow. But then, like, hey, and then the Earth is defeated. So the comeback story is that Batman brings back the Earth. But then the only solution really is Flash doing time travel shit, which the Justice League showed. Which I really hated seeing. As much as I just dropped the fact that Justice League Paradox, the Flash Paradox story may, may have been a better start, similar to DC Animated Movie Universe. The time travel aspect, I really feel awfully cheated by <laughs> creating multiverses and different timelines, which I'm a little tired of, I'll be honest. You know, the Marvel already did it, and then I figured that would be the the sort of the solution to undo Thanos' injustice. And it's interesting how Marvel MCU is playing it off in their Disney Plus series as the consequences of undoing the nature's course of Thanos, you know, erasing half the universe. It's a very interesting topic, but, you know, and then Flash kind of undoing everything, everybody, and then I just go some paradox of sorts that he can run backwards breaking the sound barrier, and all that shit. I just go like, I don't know. I, I really don't want to see it. I don't want to see the defeated Earth, see the defeated Earth, especially if we're just going to undo, control Z the whole fucking thing, you know, which is where this was going. Apocalypse War, as fun as that movie might have been, it was, a, it was a fucking bastardized ending. I was just go, oh, Flash, you just have to run backwards again create another paradox flashpoint. I go, it's so fucking dumb. And then 13 movies, 17 movies, and then you end it like that. I just go, Snyder was going like this. Snyder was going to end this fucking series, like how the DC animated series was going to end, which is dark, danky, greedy fucking gore porn that went nowhere, that preaches Ayn Rand and Jesus somewhere for no fucking reason, you know? So... Because of that, I'm glad Snyder's not coming back. Please don't bring back Jack Snyder. He had three cracks at this and he fucked up. 
give chances to other directors, yo. Like Benicio Del, was it Del Toro? No, <laughs> it's not Del Toro. Maybe I'm, ah, I, I forgot the guy's name. But then uh, the, the Mexican director, goddammit. Or James Wan, who did the Aquaman, although his uh, little zoom out is very annoying. <laughs> I gotta go back and watch the Aquaman again. Patty Jenkins, she had her fucking crack. She's, not a, she's a good director, but a terrible writer, which, is, which was fucking evident in 1984, you know? So the direction-wise, give it to somebody else. You know, James Gunn to Suicide Squad is an interesting experiment. I'm excited to see because they finally give him the rated R comedy superhero movie that, you know, DC, you know, rightfully needs to show with Suicide Squad. But I don't want them ripping off Disney either. You know, I want them to, you know, venture into the, the, the new territory that Disney's not getting to, which is gritty and more realistic in a way, you know, gritty and more mature, which is always a DC's game. That said, like, you know, Marvel has done a fantastic job at establishing simple archetypes and simple character development that has hard, and then they come back and close the loop even on the bad fucking movies they did like the Thor, the Dark World, or the Captain America, which makes me, like, not feel, you know, insulted as a fan. If you watch enough media and entertainment, whether it's a video game like Mass Effect with EA or WWE, I talked about many times, Game of Thrones, I said Game of Thrones is going to have a WWE dumbass finish, and they did. You know, they closed the loop. You know, the one showrunner with Kevin Feige, there has done a great job closing the loop, you know, not insulting the intelligence of the viewers and the fans. And then the comic fan, comic fan, you know, loyalists. So it, it, he's done a fantastic job as a one-show runner. And then unfortunately, Zack Snyder hasn't been a good version of it. And unfortunately, Warner Media has had way too many conflicts internally, you know. And uh, I, I hope they sort that out. They need to. Otherwise, it's... You know, Snyder Cut, it was a great conclusion to a chaotic run of the DCEU from 2013 to 2020. And I really hope this is the end. Snyder had three cracks at it. Give it to new directors, you know. Give it, give it to minority directors and give them chances. Why are you going back and doing the same shit? I don't want to see another J.J. Abrams. I don't want to see another Zack Snyder. I don't want to see D.B. Weiss. I don't want to... I, as much as I love Zach, you know, James Gunn, you know, give it to somebody else. Stop giving it to Josh Whedon. Give it to, there are so many directors out there. Give it to him. James Wan or uh, Justin Lin. You know, Justin Lin did the Star Trek. It was a lot of fun. Give it to him. Stop giving it to the same fucking people, same privileged fucking directors who have, and then the same fucking privileged producers who got nothing else going on. So that would be my, you know, preach to the diverse set of entertainment and the entertainment leadership that I, that I really preach to the corporations like the Warner Media. But anyways, thanks for listening. Uh, that went a little longer than I thought. I don't know if I got to the conclusion. <laughs> but I think you get the idea where I'm coming from. You know, if you want to hear back more about the Snyder Cut Will Flop, you know, go back and listen to that episode. It's from last July somewhere. And then uh, email me, a-o-n-i-look.com. Email me at, at uh, a-o-n-i-look.com. And then I uh, have a great rest of the week and then the rest of the weekend. Then I uh, enjoy the early spring, uh, early, well, early summer ish weather we got out there. And then uh, we'll check back next week.